Hello, I'm excited you found your way here. I'm your host, Ashley Rennick, and you're listening to Waldorfy. In each episode, I explore and explain Waldorf education and its anthroposophical roots. Hello, everybody, and as always, thank you so much for listening in. Welcome to the trailer for season four of Waldorf E, Inclusion and Belonging for the Black Community in Waldorf Education. Since I started Waldorf E, uh, the podcast, about a year ago, I've had a lot of people ask me about Waldorf education and inclusion, Waldorf education and racism. And Rudolf Steiner, that's the founder of Waldorf Education, having made discriminatory comments and statements. And I knew that this was a topic that I wanted to cover more in depth, but I didn't even know at that point how to wrap my mind around it. In looking back at my own Waldorf experience, which was so beautiful, lovely, I mean, beyond amazing way to experience education, really one of my only criticisms is that I don't think there really was enough uh, discussion on race and equity. Some of you already know my Waldorf education was only grades one through eight, and I didn't see that also in my early education before you know preschool and kindergarten. I didn't see it any in high school either when I went to a different high school. So that is to say that I think at the time that I attended a Waldorf school, it was and still is unfortunately more common that there isn't enough education on these topics for students. There isn't enough training for teachers, diversity training, um, and even conversations about race in, in staff. And before this series even begins, I want to present a couple of themes that I think are going to come up or things that I would love for you to keep in mind and or educate yourself on perhaps before you listen to some of these episodes or just know that some of the resources I'm going to mention are good places to start if you're interested in moving forward. So as I mentioned, I had this super positive experience in Waldorf education last year. I started the Waldorf U podcast. I was super uh, inspired and charged to share more about Waldorf education and how much it benefited me. And, you know, my husband is a Waldorf alum as well. And we had the super positive experience and more and more people kept asking me about this question about Steiner and comments on race and I knew that I needed to address it, but I just, I didn't understand it enough. I didn't understand, you know, what a big issue it was. Um, not that I, I, I guess innately I did, but I just didn't know how to address it on the podcast, I should say. And I knew that I needed to go there. And when I met Ashley May, she's an educational researcher. We talked about doing this episode on inclusion and belonging. And I was like, yes, okay, finally, like I have this great guest. We're going to talk about this. It's going to be wonderful. And as I moved into season three, I kept, Ashley and I kept kind of missing each other and it, it ended up that it all worked out basically because I kept, um, as many of you know, I tested positive for COVID-19 in March and recovered and am well, but that kind of set me back a little bit in, in planning in the springtime. And I just couldn't get Ashley May scheduled in to do this episode. And I couldn't figure out where the episode was even going to fit in, in the content that I had planned. Uh, and that being said, we came up into May and I returned back home. I had been away for a while and then the murder of George Floyd happened. I just, I felt like, oh my God, like this, I just dove into this work that I knew I needed to have been doing the whole 
all along. And I'll get into why that is in a second. But that really birthed this whole season. I contacted Ashley May and I said, Ashley, this is like not enough to just do this one episode. I need to have an entire series. And what I felt inspired to do is not to answer the what to do going forward. I don't know enough. I don't think any of us, you know, most of us don't know enough to hit the nail on the head and get this perfect, but we do need to do something. We do need to do better. We do need to just keep more of these concepts of inclusion, belonging, equity at the forefront and not keep putting it to the back burner and say, oh yeah, I'm going to educate myself later. I'm going to improve my school community later. I'm going to deal with this theme in my parenting later. It really needs to happen now. And there's never been a better time. And so I dove into a lot of reading, a lot of work into doing this series as uh, correctly, I guess you could say, as I possibly could. And that being said, that is really the first theme. The first thing that I want to bring up in this trailer is that I am approaching this with the most humility. I feel, I can tell you I've put off recording this trailer for days. I'm I am actually recording this. This episode is supposed to go live tomorrow on Tuesday. I'm recording it the Monday before it is supposed to go live. I've never recorded anything so late before it's supposed to go live, but I really was just procrastinating because I have been so nervous to get it wrong for the community. And I'm not affiliated with any school. I'm not, you know, directly affiliated with any Waldorf school community at all. Um, I don't represent anybody but myself and what I see in my own experience having been a Waldorf student, but I still feel in diving into this, I felt so much pressure to get it right. And um, I'm going to do my very best, but I know that I can't put this off any longer. I really want to um, dive in. I really want to learn more. And I really want to just share authentic experiences having to do with being black in the Waldorf community. And I think that a big theme in, you'll see in this season is just hearing individual stories and hearing um, from black individuals who either were students, teachers, or somehow uh, involved in the Waldorf community or with anthroposophy, you know, you may hear things that never occurred to you before. And I do want to say as well that, you know, I am obviously focusing my entire podcast on Waldorf education, but in other predominantly white institutions that I've been a part of and educational institutions, I would say that the racism that I'm talking about, I've seen as much of or worse elsewhere. So I don't want, you know, we're going to be talking about these themes within Waldorf schools, Waldorf communities, even homeschooling and homeschooling curriculum. But I'm, this, this season is not about pointing a finger at Waldorf schools. It's about enlightening people who want to learn more, who want to have a launching point for discussion. That would really be my ultimate goal with this series is to just be able to start a conversation that I think is going to be really constructive going forward and educating and well, not necessarily even educating because it's not my mission to offer you all the solutions in this podcast for sure. I don't have the solutions. Um, I don't ask my guests to, to suggest the solutions. Um, you'll, you'll notice at the cut at the end of some of the episodes in the season, I do talk about what the guests think could be moves going forward for school, for community, for anthroposophy and such. But in my invitations to guests for this season, I was, I want to say sensitive slash maybe insensitive. I like overtly put, I understand it's inappropriate for me as a white woman to be asking you as a black 
woman or man, um, what to do in this community or that community to make improvements. Um, and I completely understand if you don't feel comfortable answering those questions and that still was probably inappropriate for me to say. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this season. I'm, I'm nervous from this season because I want to do it justice. I want to get it right. And I'm approaching it with, as I mentioned, the utmost humility, because I know that I probably won't get it right. And I hope in doing this season that I'm opening myself to be vulnerable to a little bit getting it wrong in the sense that I'm open to the feedback of what I can do better to get it right. So I think there's actually going to be a lot of goodness coming out of this series. And I'm really excited about that. I'm open. I want to learn more. I want you to learn more. And I, what I really, really want is for every Waldorf student, every person, individual child who's interested in Waldorf education, that they can step into a school and feel belonging, that they can feel included, that they can feel the warmth and honestly beauty and goodness that Waldorf education has to offer. I think what we are going to hear in this season is that we really can do a lot better in that within the Waldorf community. I say we, like I said, I'm not, you know, affiliated with any school or community, but I think overall there's work that can be done to make it, to make it more wonderful, good, inclusive. And I am so looking forward to exploring that with the wonderful guests that I have already recorded. Uh, some of them have already spoken with me and then coming up in this season. So who I'm going to be speaking with, I've already recorded with a couple of Waldorf students, alumni. I have somebody who's involved in the anthroposophical community who's going to be speaking with me. I have, as I mentioned, Ashley May. We haven't nailed down a date to speak yet, but we'll be speaking in this season. She's the educational researcher. She's amazing. And all of the voices that you're going to be hearing in this series will be black. I felt that was really important in this moment, especially because this season, as I mentioned, isn't, a, isn't about, I don't have the solutions. I just want to uplift these voices. I want to share these voices with you so that you can really be inspired to do more learning growth on your own and be better. Ultimately, I thank you for the openness for you to listen. Even if you're somebody who's feeling like, is this even needed? Or I don't know. I really, one of the challenges of this entire season and particularly this trailer and why I was putting it off for so long is because I know that there's going to be a really big range of where this series is going to be hitting people. And I mean that in some of you maybe have done a lot of reading, a lot of work, a lot of reflection on these issues. And some of you may have done nothing. And some of you may be wanting to start, but you don't know where, um, if you're a teacher or involved in a school or a parent. And some of you are maybe thinking that this isn't important. Um, if you're just beginning, I want to uh, mention a couple of books that I think may be helpful to um, maybe read alongside to listening to this series, um, just to begin to get a grasp on some of the themes we'll be talking about and some of the language that we'll be using. 
So one of those books is White Fragility. I will have a link to that on the show notes page for this episode. Um, She's going to be, if you read that book, I think you're going to get especially if you're someone who's just kind of trying to get a grasp on why this is so important, I think that's a really good place to start. If you are a parent or teacher, I strongly recommend Raising White Kids. I just read that one. And the reason I I say that is because that book has a really interesting, presents really in an interesting way that children are developing in these different areas, emotional, physical development. And we, we acknowledge that in Waldorf education, right? But then that author talks about how we develop around race and how there are different developmental phases and how that works. And I think that that will be a really good conversation starter for um, anybody involved in schools or parent or teacher. So that's raising white kids. And that's a good place to start. We'll be sharing more resources as the um, series kind of continues on, but I think that those are are some good starting points. Oh, also me and white supremacy. I really like too. That's another good one um, for just starting. And I think those are some good resources to share for now. In this trailer, I'm trying to keep it short. This is the first time I am ever recording without notes. And I'm trying my best to be concise and cover all the important things. There's a couple of other things that I just want to mention that are things you're going to hear in this uh, series that are going to be themes. And I invite you, even if you don't read those books, to maybe look into these uh, things deeper to gain a deeper understanding. One of those is the way that I talk about racism is uh, I acknowledge it and my understanding of it. And uh, you can definitely, this is definitely in the book, White Fragility. I see racism as a spectrum, not like a binary, like uh, racist bad, not racist, good. I think that all humans judge and there's just, you know, when you really look at it, it's, I think that's a much more accurate way to look at how racism works. So when you hear me use those terms throughout this series, I think that if you can be a little less critical and a little more open and listening and understanding that we're talking about a spectrum and not this super black and white binary definition, that would be very helpful for you. I also know that we're going to be bringing up the differences between intent and impact. So that's, uh, you know, these resources also talk about this as well, where, you know, you may feel, and I have so many times been this person, like I'm doing the right thing. Like I'm being respectful and caring and actually that's not the way it's landing for my black friends, um, or the black individuals, in my community. And that's, how it's impacting. So there's a difference, right? You can be intent. Like my dad always, he'll make a joke sometimes. And I would, he's so wonderful and open to all the feedback that I give him around this, but he would say, you know, I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings when I say that. And I say, but that's not how it works. You know, if you intend to not, you know, hurt someone's feelings when you make a joke and it still hurts someone's feelings, it still hurts someone's feelings. So the impact is different often than the intent. The other theme that you're going to hear me talk about quite a bit is the difference between equality and equity. And I think this is something that uh, is really just beginning to shift now. And I 
really feel like the Waldorf world community schools and homeschool curriculum have beyond the most amazing potential to make the biggest headway in this area. So equity, if you look at it, you can, if you Google equity, um, and equality images, there are some really beautiful, um, well, I don't know what beautiful, but really accurate images describing the differences here. So imagine if you're, you know, not understanding of this concept in its entirety, just a brief kind of definition, imagine there's an apple tree and you say, oh, well, um, there are two children on either side and you give them each a six foot ladder. You're like, oh, well, that's equal They're, You know, they can each get up. They can each get an apple. That's fair. That's equal. But then imagine that that apple tree on one side where the one child leans it up, the branch hangs down four feet lower than the other branch and the other branch is two feet higher. So now the child with on the one side with the six foot ladder can't reach at all. And even though it's equal, the other child on the other side has a six foot ladder, they're able to reach so many more apples. So that's just a simple way to kind of describe that through imagery, I guess. And the other thing that you may hear me talk about in association with this theme is the difference between colorblind teaching and kind of parenting around race and race conscious teaching and parenting. Raising white kids goes into this a lot. And really my generation for sure, I mean, I feel most of our parents were pretty aware and conscious and trying to do the right thing, raised us to look at race as race doesn't matter. Look at the individual, you know, look that that's, you know, don't look at that, but that's not really the world that we were growing up in, you know, around us. When you walk down the street, when you go with your mom to the DMV to get a new driver's license, how people react and interact surrounding race is a very different message that you're getting as a child than, you know, your parents telling you that everything is equal. And what raising white kids goes into quite a bit is how we can be better in more conscious, being more conscious with our children around race in that more discussion and exploring the nuances with them in a developmentally appropriate way is better. And that colorblindness really hasn't been effective in getting rid of racism at all. So that's something that you're going to hear me uh, talk about quite a bit in this series. There's just one other thing that I wanted to bring up and that in, in speaking to um, inclusion and belonging, and that is curriculum and Waldorf curriculum. I'm not a teacher, so I'm not the expert in this, but I did go to a Waldorf school and especially, you know, in earlier grades, there isn't a lot of diverse representation in stories in in some school. I can't speak for all schools. I've heard actually some amazing things that schools are doing to begin to um, diversify their curriculum and the perspective of their curriculums. What I hadn't really understood was especially in these earlier grades, I'll just give an example, like fables, for instance, in second grade, a lot of the, those are coming from, you know, European tradition. And I think it's a good time for us to really be looking at how can those stories be um, diversified? What other cultures can we represent in, in this uh, area of the curriculum? And if you look at what you're trying to achieve in those moments in teaching, I think that there are so many stories and, areas from all over the world and traditions that can be pulled in and integrated into 
uh, Waldorf curriculum that represent these themes that are so important to Waldorf education. I mean, I'm thinking of the Michaelmas festival, for instance, somebody was asking me about this last fall and um, I loved Michaelmas as a kid. And, you know, it's so much about the courage rising above and the goodness being more than the you know, bad or evil. And I realized that, you know, why that doesn't have to be the story of St. Michael. That could be the story, you know, any story from all over the world that could be tied into courage. I mean, I don't know. I'm questioning this myself and I'm just an inquiring mind and want to know. And that's the kind of thing that I want to talk about and explore in this series. And I hope is talked about and explored by you as well, along with me. I would so love that. And that leads me into my last point, which is I really feel that Waldorf schools are poised to make the biggest changes and the biggest strides towards more equity, more inclusion, creating a sense of belonging in the schools because the way they're set up, a Waldorf teacher has freedom to teach the students in front of them. And the students in all Waldorf schools all over the world are growing up to go into a diverse world, a globalized world. And what do they need to meet that world? A deeper understanding of all of the individuals on this planet, not just the ones that are sitting next to them. And I think that that is also a good conversation starter that I hope to explore more, that the potential for Waldorf education to really move forward with this is, is like beyond the best. I think it's just so set up for being, uh, inclusive again, creating this sense of belonging. That's so important for everybody to benefit from it. So again, thank you for your openness to this series. Thank you for listening. And I hope that this sparks something for you to move forward with this work as an individual as well, because it's really with each and every one of us doing more that we can all create a better planet to live on. And yeah, I, I hope that this series can be a positive piece of that. If you are interested, I always say this at the end of every episode, if you're interested in supporting the Waldorfie podcast and this uh, exploration we're doing in this series, you can do that at Patreon. So the Patreon page for Waldorfie is patreon.com forward slash Waldorfie. Uh, that's a place where you can make a small monthly contribution to the show, which keeps the show going and uh, yeah, it just supports the work. And I cannot thank the Patreon supporters enough for all that they are doing. So thank you. As always, you can find me on social media at B Walderfee. That's B-E Walderfee. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I always say I am the most active on Instagram. If you uh, want to get in touch, you can always send me an email at info.walderfee at gmail.com. I will say that not every single email is getting answered at this point. I'm like a one woman operation and I, yeah, it's the email is a little bit overwhelming. We've got actually thousands of people listening to the podcast now and it's, um, I'm able to get back to most 
all of them, but it definitely is a project and sometimes I fall a little bit behind. So if you do not hear back from me, don't think I didn't hear you. <laughs> I do read I do read every message, even if I don't um, get back to every single one. And I so appreciate, as always, all of your feedback on the show. So thank you again. Be well.